<laughs> Good morning. Comment where you're from below. If you can't hear us, uh, you gotta let we us got know. Nothing. But yeah. tell us. Restream is not for us right now. We couldn't get connected because we were too lazy to go back up to the room and go get our tablets. Well, I was too lazy. You. Were... Yeah, I you was know, lazy too. It's. It's just one of those days. We're traveling. We're actually in Missouri right now. We have a three-day, <clears throat> excuse me, conference uh, going on today. We actually, I'm preaching today. Mikey's preaching tomorrow. Carrie, my wife, is preaching tomorrow. I'm preaching tomorrow, and then I preach Sunday, and then we come home. So please pray for us. Um, the mission is called uh, Transforming Lives, and we're asking the Lord to do that. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I was praying this morning. I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And I'm kind of blind right now so it's like okay lord we're just going to trust you and you know i think i think that's the thing where he says okay i need you to just go and i'll give you what you need type of thing so we're really excited about that but we wanted to still get a podcast in so if you have not shared yet i'm pointing over here that's the camera do it do it share Click. the thing and can you share hear us if you can't yeah. hear us let us know but we're on the road that's why we're doing a podcast in the car yeah here we are so good to see you guys well oh you actually want to do it yeah i mean yeah. Might as well. Okay. Let's get into well, it. Well, you know, let's get into it. So I think the first thing, and, and Massey and I were, were discussing, okay, let me put it this way. You guys know we tend to wait when something comes out, we let the dust settle, and then we'll figure it out later. But he and I were talking about this Oliver Anthony song, and it's it's not something to just get on the train of the breaking news, but it, like he and I were listening to it. 10 minutes ago and it's one of those songs that you actually kind of choke up because you hear the, the passion the passion and the raw honesty the of the truth guy. Of it, like yeah. there you don't get the sense that the guy's writing the song going okay if i put this lyric here everybody will love it you know it'll, it'll be the trump anthem and it's like that he's speaking to something deeper in all of us that we're all recognizing and we just we wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about it i know for me it's like i can't stop listening to it i mean the guy's voice is beautiful his playing is great but the the heart behind it is amazing i think um i was sitting there listening to it listening to these uh we watched a reaction video too some of these uh four black dudes just watching it and totally complimenting the guy, but like also listening to the message of, of, of what is being said. And I think the guy was saying in a nutshell, what all of us are thinking who have a right mind that there's rich men north of Richmond. He's talking about Washington elites controlling everything we do, controlling everything we want to say, controlling everything we want to think, all that stuff. And that we work so hard for nothing. And uh, now the reason we don't glorify that stuff is because we speak life. And so the only thing with, with Anthony that I would say was there was really no. Yeah, there's no hope. Yeah, there's no hope in there. So like, but that's okay. Like he'll come to that realization. He'll probably write another song about what, what is the hope. So we're giving him that. Uh, but we just, man, what a song. I mean, and I know there's a couple of uh, S words in it. Uh, so I wouldn't recommend listening to it around kids if you don't want them to listen to that. But the raw honesty of this song, you can't deny the truth. And a lot of people, it's funny. I preached this on a Sunday just recently that. The world now is starting to talk about Christ more than we are, the truth, you know, and it's like we've got to step up the game and really be Christians out there. So, yeah. I don't know, great song, uh, but we'll follow. We'll keep covering more about that stuff, and we may even do our own reaction videos one day. Who knows? I, I mean, people are interested in my reaction. I don't yeah. know. I don't, 
know. Are you guys interested in our reaction? Yeah, we kind of gave it to you, but you know, it's so. I do suggest check out the song, um, just for sake of it's something that's really resonating with a lot of people, you know. And and he's just come out with another song. I don't, I haven't listened to it. I don't know anything about it, but and he hasn't he hasn't signed a record deal like right. Nobody, he, he's very humble. He he actually turned down several record contracts uh, worth millions of dollars, and and I think that and he basically said, I just want to go back home, and and I think. That speaks to the type of guy he is. And that was one thing I was thinking about is, like, you get the sense this is a guy who he, he's just your quiet, run-of-the-mill guy who he loves, to, he loves to write music, he loves to do his thing, and he just has gotten to the point where it's like, I'm so frustrated. Like, you, you, you don't get the sense he's a guy who's out there every week talking about, how bad the government yeah, is. And, 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 and no, that was real and wrong. And uh, the politics and all that. No, this was like, I'm just so frustrated with what I've been watching, and this is the only way to express it. And I got to I gotta like ask for forgiveness from God, because like sometimes I get so cynical of the overnight sensations that blow up on the conservative media, because I'm like, once the week's over, they're going to forget about the guy. You know what yeah. I mean? They're just going to spit him out. Um, and so, but to listen to it, I think it was Brent that sent it to me too. Brent Latrell. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, he just said, went praying for this guy's wisdom. It's like, yeah, true. So, I don't know. Keep praying for Oliver. Uh, I pray that he um, he would have a real message of hope and truth because uh, I think he just resonated with so many people. And I think him connecting in that negative way of, like, this sucks, bro. <laughs> like, we're living right. in a – I love his line. He said, I'm living in a new world with an old soul. It's like I totally get that. That resonated with everybody, <laughs> man, living in a new world with an old soul. Actually, it was, it's a, living in a new world with a godly Right. With a godly soul, like with a godly spirit. So, like, it's, I think that's what he's feeling. So, keep praying for him. Uh, what was the next thing? Trump! 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 Triggy Trump! So, I'm, was not in the house. <laughs> First off, that debate was a crap show. Oh my can we, gosh, can we, can we just that say that? Can, can all, we... The, all the old birds can just fall off the ledge man oh, like man. the only reason vivek shined that night was because everyone else is a is a career politician aside from the two governors uh and they're just career politicians chris christie mike pence these guys already have shot themselves in the foot so many times uh nikki haley just saying climate change is real and we need to it's like what in the world so but oh, noticing man. Trump wasn't up there, I'm like, dang, what a that's a that's a power move. Oh, so <laughs> you and I were talking about this, and it was such a I, so I, funny. Oh, I told him I was like, that was next level. Comment, Trump. comment your reactions. Yeah, below. tell us what you guys thought of the <laughs> debates of Trump. But I am telling you, that was genius power move. <laughs> Seriously, on I'm not He's gonna so good. get into all this riffraff. I'm not gonna be a part of Fox <laughs> News. I'm going to go to the guy who Fox News fired and everybody loves. I'm going to tape an interview with him, and we're going to roll that out a couple of minutes before your little debate. And it it made everybody look amateur on the Fox News debate. It totally did. It was like it's Trump is pro. Everybody else argue amongst yourselves. No, a lot of people have this thing with Vivek uh, Ramaswamy. I think he says a lot of really good things. The only thing I caution is he's very big government. He's... He is for uh, government doing a lot more than what it should. Um, I know that uh, Chris Christie, what was it Mike Pence, when they said, you know, I, when I was vice president, you know, Vivek said the president can't do everything. Well, I, when I was there, I, we did. And it's like, 
No, he's actually right. The president can't do everything. That's actually their job description. They can only do what the executive office is called to do. And so you can see the big government elites up there, too. And it's it's pretty crazy. Um, so just be careful. I mean, he said some really good things about God and country and family and getting back to the to the roots and all these other things. But behind it, you got to be careful of big government elite talk, you know, big yeah. government. And Vivek has some of that. I'm, yeah. And what that means is he's not as versed in the Constitution as as he should be. But that's OK, because I think that's where we come in and say, OK, how do we educate better? He's not a career politician. He, do, he probably doesn't even know. He just knows issues and he's good at issues. And so right. that's where the prayer comes in and say, OK, Lord. How do we get in there? How do we get him a constitution? How do we say, look, dude, this is your role. This is what Congress does. This is what the Supreme Court does and only flow in that. You know what I mean? So he doesn't come across as like an elite. No, no he's just I, a young guy. Yeah. And so a couple of things on that. One of the things you got to pay attention to is people in positions of power, in positions of government. It is very tempting and Super. almost impossible, but very tempting for them to want to use government to fix the problems because they're there and they're like, well, you know, I've got to fix the problem. And so we'll write legislation or we'll use executive power. That kind of, So it's very tempting. And it's almost impossible to not use that temptation. You know, I think about a guy like Vivek. I think about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, some great ideas, but then somewhere in there, it's like, so let's write legislation or let's use yeah, government yeah, to do yeah. whoa, 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 a strong whoa, whoa. arm. Hold on. You know, so there's that. I think uh, I was I was reading up on a focus group from Wisconsin conservative voters. They were picking out DeSantis as the one who came off strong and they were saying Vivek came off a little too aggressive. OK, that may be the general populist position, but for me, it's kind of like you need to wipe the slate with these guys like Christie, uh, Pence uh Asa Hutchinson, like you've got a Nikki Haley, honestly, like you have to wipe these people off the board. And the only way to do that is to cut them off at the knees. And sometimes you've got to get a little aggressive because they're spitting out slogans so quickly. And it's like it's just conditioning because people will just hear the slogan. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. And so I, I kind of like that Vivek was more aggressive. It was like, wham. Cut them off, you know, like just, he was just don't take their crap. And it's cool. Good for you, man. Yeah. Because that's what you like about Trump. That's what you've liked about DeSantis. So why why do you like Trump and DeSantis being aggressive? But then Vivek, it's like, well, he was a little bit aggressive. And I don't, so? Yeah, but he didn't he didn't talk like an elite. You know, that's what's so no. cool about him. So, guys, keep praying for him. Share this video with your friends. Uh, we want to get the message out there. Sorry, we're not on the normal platform. We didn't give a lot of warning that we were doing this today and what the topics were, so we apologize for that. Uh, so get us, give us a few minutes of your time. Yeah, just, just okay. Let us know what you're Shoot. thinking. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Trump's uh, <laughs> his uh, mugshot. Uh, Trump was Classic. trying. Oh, dude, did you see in his eyes? Classic. It was like I am going to destroy all of you. <laughs> That's what it looked like. It was like. Yeah. Going to murder you. Yeah, he's got that same mug shot. <laughs> no matter where he goes, family dinner, Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Alone you. Um, so, yeah, he was arrested at Fulton County Jail. Felony charges in connection with efforts to overturn the 2020 presidential election results. 
I still want to know how you're going to charge this. How are yeah. you going to possibly make this case? What did he case? do? What did he do? So oh, he started insurrection. By saying peacefully protest? No, by uh, also by tweeting out the selection was rigged? Yeah. What did he do? Like, seriously. So, <laughs> we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not like the greatest Trump, uh, what do you call it, apologists? We're also not against him. You know what I mean? It's like, jeepers, come on. You know, right. like, this is ridiculous. Theatrics. And, and, you know, it's only everybody else who questions elections, you know. Are we going after the Al Gores? Yeah. Are we going after the Hillary Clintons? Are we going after the Stacey Abrams? Are we going after the, the, <laughs> the Bidens? The Bidens, for sure. Guys, comment below what you thought about President Trump not being a part of the debates. And comment what you believe about this whole indictment. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. Is he going to get arrested and, and all that stuff? Or is there going to be some kind of thing where the Lord says, nope, he's still my guy? You know, or is Vivek going to get it? We don't know. Like, So let's just comment down below. We really want you guys to engage because we want to read your responses. We're really excited yeah. about I'm actually, I like these election years. I used to hate them, but I'm like, you know what? Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> I remember the Street Fighter game when we were kids? Uh, <laughs> Round two. Round fight. Fight. Well, and I want to do this for you guys. We don't normally do this because we, we we stay pretty straight line on stuff. But, Massey, I'm going to ask you this, and I'm going to do it too. I don't know. What is your prediction about Trump and the four indictments? What do you think happens? I think the, the, the cards are stacked against him, so it would have to be an absolute flub up in the system, a miracle, you know, for, for you know, there's going to have to be a change of heart there because he's got the, the judge that's presiding over this oh, is the one who, wasn't it? January 6th. Yeah, January 6th yeah, indictments. For, for, that was one of the pieces <clears throat> yeah, she's so been doing January when you, 6th. And... The bottom line is when you want to throw the book at someone and make a statement, you can do it. And Wait, so when they put that judge on there, it's like, oh, they just want to make a statement. They yeah. don't care about if he's right or wrong. They care about making a statement. That's what's happening. Right. So what do I think? I'm going to throw a Hail Mary out there. This is just a prediction. I'm not being prophetic. And I can be prophetic. I do see things. But I'm just going to throw a statement out there. I think we're going to see by February, March time, um, something's going to break in this whole case. Trump's going to still be out there tooting the horn, right? I think this is going to happen. When that happens, a big distraction's coming. Something's going to happen. You were talking about the 14 months of coup. Oh, yeah. We're going we'll to talk about that in a minute. But I think there's going to be some kind of a distraction to defer our attention away from the Trump-Biden thing on us keeping us locked down again, all that stuff. I think this is all a ramp up. I think this uh, the tremors we're feeling about lockdowns again, uh, they're going to try that again. Uh, so, But we have to be able to say, remember what we learned in 2020, we're not, we're not complying, no matter what it takes, no matter what it costs us. So I don't think they can do it. I just, I, I don't. Uh, and, and, and even if they do shut them down, this is why I'm kind of happy. Like, guys, look into and start praying about guys like RFK and Vivek and these guys. Because what we want to do is we want to find someone to take Trump's place. But we're looking at it the wrong way. The states have the authority, not the federal government. So when the president's up there, we still have to go to our governor's. And still say, like, just because they say from the top to do this does not mean we have to comply. So we don't have to comply. And so we have to keep, uh, uh, what is it, encouraging our governors, writing into our state senators and legislators, all these other things to say, no, we're not standing with the federal government. Much like what Governor Abbott just did. I'm not a Governor Abbott fan, by the way, but signing that legislation into law about keeping girls sports, girls sports. Right. That just happened. Uh, you know, even though the federal government's trying to push all that crap down our throats. 
Um, there's something else they just passed, too. Something just happened recently where it was like, dang, we're seeing the states actually step up their game. And that's so important right now. We need to have that be important right now. So, yeah. I So I'm, I want to get into the COOF stuff. I do want to do my prediction um, because I think what's going to happen is somebody's going to get a guilty charge uh, or a, a guilty verdict. One of these is going to get a guilty verdict. And I think what you'll see happen is it'll become a whole mess. But I think I wouldn't be surprised if because of a guilty verdict, you start seeing Democrat states try to pull his name off the ballot. Mm. And I think you'll probably see a whole mess of election stuff in terms of like, well, we can't have him on the ballot and 14th Amendment because we proved that he led an insurrection. And so and I'm not doing that of saying like, there's no hope. There's the no. Sorry. I'm in the car. <laughs> this thing's screwed up. So go ahead. So, keep going. Sorry so I about think that. I think this is something where keep paying attention because this is going to get really messy and really hairy. And like Massey was saying, do you remember when they told us two weeks to flatten the curve? Just stop your business. Go home. Don't do anything. Flatten the curve. Two weeks. We'll be out of this. It lasted over 14 months. Do you realize that it's about 14 months before election the, the time? Election? Now they're starting and to send distractions. Now, now COVID is suddenly popping up again. Guys, you know that guy? <laughs> there's a comedian, that black dude with the poofy hair. He had a night show. I'm trying to think who you're talking about. Um, Noah, Trevor Noah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just did a whole comedy bit about, and he justified Biden. How, here's how he did it. He goes, how many presidents do you know talk normal? Listen to Bill Clinton. He talked with like this voice that made you feel like you were you were like seduced. Uh, uh, George Bush couldn't put a coherent sentence together. He talked with a stupid chuckle. Obama talked with a weird thing. Uh, President Biden, all he's doing is mumbling. It's not a big deal. It's like, no, I could say about Clinton. I could say about Obama. I could say about Bush and several others. He never mentioned Trump, by the way, because he can't stand <laughs> Trump. But here's what I'll say about them. They at least we know that most of those guys were in their right mind doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Biden can't even tie his shoes. He doesn't even know where he is. There's something wrong. And it's and it is wicked. It is. It is ridiculous. And so this whole COVID thing is going to be a, a, a huge distraction. And they're doing it for a reason. Your prediction was my prediction was they're trying to lock down so we can do mail in ballots or online system type of registering an online system type of voting. So it's like, yeah, go to this website, go to the government website, click a button. That's who you're voting right, for. Right. Right. Simple, easy, stay because, in your home. Because that's going to work, you know, <laughs> because nothing bad ever. Ha oh, by the way, the White House website would never crash, by the way, having no. that many it, that many people log in. And, and I don't know if anybody remembers, but hours after Biden got into the White House, they scrubbed the petition page on the White House page. I don't know if you remember that. And they were scrubbing dislikes and the ratio that was happening on videos of, from the White House. So, you know, they'll kind of engineer and mess with some things. Yeah, you know? but this is where saints got to pray. Like, right. I'm telling you, there's some hope uh, in all this. I just think I've been studying a lot. and I shouldn't say studying, but really reading a lot about how the Lord sent confusion, his spirit into the enemy's camp, and they killed themselves. And I think that's what's happening right now. And the reason they're scrambling right now is because they think they got you. Uh, but I'm telling you, when I look at our youth today, they're different. It's a different scenario. Um, you can see a lot of what the media is pushing about these, um, you know, drag queen shows and all this other stuff for that whole month. But 
I just posted this on our on our Instagram uh, that like at our church, uh, Pastor Todd did a three week sermon series called Alphabet Soup about the whole gay trans agenda. And the kids went nuts every time he made a point about what God's order was, what God's way was. And they would clap and cheer. And the questions weren't fluffy ones like, why can't we just accept and love them? No, these questions were like, well, look, I have a friend who was adopted in a gay family. Are they in sin because of that? Like, how do I teach them that? No, you're not. It's their sin, not yours. And Like real deep. And these are 14 year olds, 13 year olds. So I have hope about what's happening in America. I am not at all without uh, without reservations for sure. Of course, right. we're going to go through some dark times. That's that goes without saying because we're reaping what we've sown. But I do see light at the end of the tunnel as well. So I'm proclaiming truth. I'm saying, Lord, let's go out there. Mikey's saying, Hey, let's keep rising up, men. Let's raise up alphas. Let's raise up alpha godly dudes out there. Let's raise men of God uh, that that can lead the charge. Let's teach younger women that there are godly men and that we've got to train them up to be such. And then also teach young women what a godly woman is. And so mm -hmm. we've got a job to do. Just because it looks dark does not mean we leave our job. And we're going to talk about that, I think, on Saturday and Sunday morning. We're going to talk about what Jeremiah 29 says. We're going to talk about what Habakkuk 1 says, about what hope is. Read Habakkuk 1 if you ever get a chance. It literally says, I'm about to do something that you've never seen before. I'm holding on to that promise because if it was written in the Old Testament for us, it can work for us as well. The Lord wrote it in the Old Testament for us to see what kind of God we have. Well, that's the kind of God we're calling on right there is the God of hope and truth. I don't care about the debates and all this other stuff. I care about, okay, if someone's going to represent this nation, who is it? How do we pray into that? Uh, what resource, resources can we get them? But then also we're focused on our local area. We're right. focused on our school boards. We're focused on county commission. We're focused on our, on our, um, on our town council. We're focused on what's going on in our city as a church, as a body. And so we're doing a lot on that front, too, here at our church. We just released and launched something called Strike Force, which is really exciting. Uh, it's, a, it's a ministry from Self-Evident to help churches get involved in their local governments. It's just one of those things to take the next step. So God's working in that, too. Yeah. And I think one of your action steps on this is one of the things I like seeing is people are already coming out and saying, look, I'm not going to comply with mask mandates. I'm not going to comply with lockdowns. And so take that as an encouragement. And I'm telling you you need to make your voice heard on that as well. You need to determine for yourself what hill you're willing to die on on all of that. Because I, there are a lot of people who are looking at it going, I'm not doing this again. And it was kind of funny because I was talking to a friend yesterday about all of that. And it, it was, he and I were both like, I don't want to have to deal with this again. I don't want to have to go through this. I don't want to have to fight this fight. So I'm with you of like, man, it, it gets tiring fighting the fight, but that's where you find your courage, your energy, and your perseverance in the Lord. And you stand back up where yep. you need to stand, right? So you've got to figure out, Lord, where are you calling me to stand? What are you calling me to do in this time? How are you asking me to be an example for other people, to be a light to the world, right? And being a light to the world means you're not just going along with the world wherever the world's sending you or taking you, right? And so it may be something where you are standing up for liberty because it's like, do you understand that the world is trying to draw you in and force you into slavery for the world system, right? right? And I'm not going in the whole the matrix idea or whatever, it's just, it's true. Who's, who's the prince of the air? Satan right? And, and who seems to be influencing so much at the top? Satan. 
you're you're actually in enemy territory right now, and that's okay because guess what? We're part of the kingdom of God. Yeah, people think you know, and, and we've heard this a lot about dark governments and back backwoods government and like the the shadow government and puppet government and the matrix. Guys, anything that is a system is a matrix. Anything that's a system is a matrix. Um, so we can either piss and moan about it. Forgive me, you know. <laughs> We can piss and moan about it, or we can actually pray against it and stand. If you don't know what to do, then pray. Go support those people who are actually doing the stuff. If they're not doing the stuff and they're just promoting hopelessness, and you know who they are, they literally wait for the next thing to come out so they can talk about it, talk about how bad it is. What we're here to do is not just talk about how bad it is. We're, talk we're here to talk about how good God is and how he can destroy his enemies if he needs to. God can destroy wickedness and sin faster than anything we can do. God can give a platform to anybody the way he wants to do it. God can move a mountain the way we've never seen before. And you know what? I think what's happening is we're getting to the point where we can't depend on our own natural means. That God is literally saying, you can only lean on me. I'm about to do something you've never seen. And so that's why I need to do, or that's why we need to stand firm in the faith. We need to stand firm in what he does uh, and what he's doing. So that's it. Pray against the evil while praising our king. Good word. Right. Right. And that's that's really what it boils down to. And sometimes it may seem like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what else? But no, that really is it. That's really good. Because you've got to set yourself in that that proper position. You pray against wickedness. You praise the king, the king over all. Right. And you are part of the kingdom and you are you are the body of Christ. And if we're going to have true faith of who he really is and and his strength, his authority, his his power overall, well, then let's walk that out. And you sound Calvinist. Yes. <laughs> Total Calvinist. <laughs> we're just Save kidding. our we're Calvinist just, friends. We're just we kidding. We're just, kidding. Yeah. We're kidding. <laughs> um, but it is something of our faith needs to be walked out yeah. real time. And I think what's going on is a massive it. shaking of walking out your faith in real time. The The time is done for you to just say with your mouth, I follow Christ and Christ is great. It's time for you to live that conviction and that may include you pushing up against the world, pushing up against the system. And I think what's going on right now, like Matthew was saying, is like you're watching them drunk and reeling. They're, they're, they don't know where they're going or what they're doing. America is drunk and reeling. And so it's your job to not get messed up in all of that and to put your heart into the Lord and walk with conviction of what he has you to do. Because he's got jobs for you. He's got a purpose for you. He's got something he wants you to do today, right? He is not telling you, just wait until I come back. Would you just back off and... and go hide for a little bit he wants you out doing his just will and his Christian. purpose yeah they, they do away with this whole i just need to be a good christian it's time to fight and it's time to fight a spiritual war that's the difference don't get caught up in all this political junk fight the spiritual war we war not against against flesh and blood but against principalities and kingdoms we are warring in the spiritual and that means Praying against the wicked and praising our king. I, it, it's perfect. It's perfect. Amen. So, guys, we're on the road. Pray for us, right? We, we're feeling big things. 
We really are for this weekend. I, I feel like we are going to have some awesome ministry and revelation. And so be praying for us. Be praying for the people we're about to speak into. And obviously, pray for this nation. Do not forget, we are going to have another day of prayer and fasting. We're going to do it was September 29th. God, I hope I'm right. September 29th. Yes, you are. We're going to do another day of prayer and fasting. Join us. It was so powerful. Fast with us. It was so powerful last time. So many people came in and joined, and it was awesome, man. And and you just got the sense, like, I got it in the studio that there was this cohesiveness across the nation of yeah. people joining in the spirit to pray for the nation and fast for the nation. I want to feel that again. And and it's it's a cool thing. We yeah. want more people this time. And the cool thing is you can pop in and out. You can check in on us. It's self-evident. You do what you need to do, all that. Yeah, it's self-evident. We're going to be doing podcasts in between. We're going to be doing... Uh, so we're going to be there for eight hours. We're going to do four hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon. Uh, so we're going to have some time uh, for people to chime in and pray. We're going to have some some really cool, hopefully a couple of few cool guests uh, that you guys uh, will, will see. And we're really excited about that. We're so happy. Uh, I, I'm more overjoyed that this is happening and people are joining in and being behind this whole thing. So we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, my name is Massey Campos. We started this in 2016, no, not knowing what the Lord was going to do. And here we are seven and a half, eight years later doing what we're doing. And God's amazing and faithful. Uh, and, and Mikey here, his, he, he and his wife and his kids, um, he gets to take time away from his family too and travel and uh, do all these things. So there's just a lot of warfare going on. So we could use your prayers. There's a lot of, um, what, what did you, how did you label it yesterday to, to Anne <laughs> to pray for? How did you oh, say that? Man, I can like, you got to hear I'm, this. Gonna... It was so good. We're just like in this mode of, okay, Lord, I, what do you want us to do? How do you know? Uh, uh, it's hard to have always this constant, okay, let's go, let's go. Cause sometimes you get really tired, <laughs> but it was so good how you wrote that. I said, we need prayer for the energy and perseverance to minister the way the Lord wants. <laughs> we need the energy. We need energy, guys, because yeah, we were kind of like, oh, here we go. Yeah, and, and all that is is prime prime opportunity for the enemy to attack is when we're not being sober and vigilant. So we just need to be sober and vigilant. And uh, so that's what we're asking you for, just to keep praying that the Lord would prosper this, that, that we've, we would see the fruit and, and people would be transformed. So we love you guys. We'll see you on one last thing yes yes that's right i got you don't forget to pick up the book okay become forged go get the book go to the self truth.com go to the resources go to the shop get yourself a t-shirt while you're there but pick up the book okay become forged and if you've read it leave a review i don't care if it's good or bad just leave a review okay so we love you guys we're so grateful for you if you're in the missouri area Come on out, see us in Canton, all right? So, we love Lori, you guys. Lori, we do. You can just, uh, you can find me, Massey Compost, and I can get it to the ministry uh, on Cash App. So, it's, uh, it's, it's a dollar sign. You'll see Massey Compost and my chubby face. <laughs> my cute face. <laughs> so, for sure, we appreciate the support. God bless you guys. We will see you Monday. Yes, Monday. We'll be tired, but we'll oh, be there. Oh, yeah, too. And the, the Nigeria. The Oh, EquippingThePersecuted.com. EquippingThePersecuted.com. Go there. Yeah. $25 or more a month. You are helping give emergency response to Christian villages that get attacked. Because guess what? We may not have to put up with it here in America. But there are Christians, especially in Nigeria, who their villages are getting attacked. People are getting killed for their faith.
it's time for us to help them in brotherhood they're the body of christ think about donating pray about donating help equipping the persecuted.com all right so now we love you guys now, now we're going we're now we've done all the plugs Bless i think you. love you guys